Phillips file for this Thursday. Every Thursday at this time, we talk to Pat Clark. We handle sports over at Channel 2, WESH Channel 2 in Orlando. A little bit behind schedule. Not Pat's fault, mine. Hello, Pat Clark. How are you today? Whose fault is it, James? Oh, Jackson's it's a <laughs> I like that. He said it's mine. And in the next breath, it's I'm yours. under the bus. So I actually had six seconds there of thinking, wow, Jim just took one for me. And then he dragged me and threw <laughs> no. me under the bus. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, you love it, don't Muffin do head. Just call him Muffin. Yeah, let's talk about the Arnold Palmer <laughs> Invitational. This is the big story, of course. This uh, The purse is bigger this year. Tiger's coming into play. A lot of attention being yeah. paid towards that. Tiger had a first, uh, I mean, had a pretty good uh, round of golf in a tournament a couple of weeks ago. So you're going to be there, of course. What Ask about Pat, today? Today he played with Jordan Spieth. Ask Pat about that. He's been tweeting about it all what afternoon. What happened? He's playing right now. Uh-huh. He's playing right now. He's even par. Okay. He's four shots off the pace. All right. He's parred the uh, 14th hole after back-to-back bogeys at 12 and 13. He had birdied the 11th. He birdied the hole, but very nearly had an eagle on his very first hole, almost pitched it into the hole. Hmm. Uh, but he's even par. He's just four shots off the pace. That's so, not bad. That's not bad. Huge, James, huge crowds down in Tampa. He's going to win Bay Hill. Tiger has <laughs> never played this tournament in Tampa. This is the very first time. Yeah. And so for him to commit playing in the same tournament with Rory McIlroy, indeed he's in the same group with Jordan Spieth today who's playing horrible golf. I think he's five over par right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, if you turn on the golf channel, I mean the crowds following this group, just absolutely incredible. The tournament director said after they found out that Tiger was going to play, they had to create 6,000 more parking spots. No kidding. They had to bring yeah. in 35 more buses to shuttle people. Uh, they're expecting as many as 10,000 people more per day while he's here. James, they had to even get more porta potties because of uh, Tiger Woods. So, how many golfers do you know who have that kind of an effect on a tournament? Still so does. Yeah. Tiger, he's, he, still, he still moves the needle. Yeah. And uh, he's doing it in Tampa, and he'll be doing it at Bay Hill next week. Yeah, what's our what's our bet, Jack, for Bay Hill? Okay, we don't uh, specifically have a bet for Bay Hill. We have uh, two bets, though. One is I bet that Tiger would win a tournament this season. Mm. Another one any that legit tournament, any that's legit one. tournament, and yep. another one is that he'll finish top five in one of the. We're counting five majors, taking uh, TPC in there, and he'll finish top five in one of those events. Okay. And I believe he'll win Bay Hill, and I'm going for the first time next week. Oh, you want to You're bet on Bay Hill? Bay Hill? Never been there, Pat. You want to bet? How much you want to bet on Bay Hill? I'll bet on Bay Hill. What do you want to bet? I bet he makes the cut. What does that mean? He plays Which on Sunday. Cut? Yes. Well, that's kind of don't take that bet, James. I'm not taking that bet, Pat. Are you working? No, or are you going to be? Do you still do the trophy presentation? I won't be doing the uh, trophy presentation this year because I'll be working. Ah, uh, whatever. Um, you know what, though, that was a great honor, Jack, doing that all those years. In I- fact. Uh, I was actually on the 18th for three of Tiger's eight victories at Bay Hill, and uh, that's a that's a great thrill, and it was always a great honor, especially when Mr. Palmer was there. Well, you think about um, it, Pat Clark, national television with Arnold Palmer and Tiger Woods handing him a trophy. On it's pretty cool. Yeah, you watch what happens now. Start waving around a nine iron if Tiger's around. See what happens to him. <laughs> He'll fall apart. Wasn't Stop. That, was that the one his wife yeah. used to chase him? She went Stop after him in the driveway. He couldn't, yeah, even, sure. couldn't even handle yeah, yeah. the car. He rammed into a fire hydrant. Nobody runs into a fire hydrant. 
Oh, gosh, this conversation was so civil for a long time, and now it's turned. <laughs> Just turned. Either that or, or get a work shirt from Perkins and put that on and see what happens. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, they're very cold here. I mean, funny. Not, not, what do you mean, they? Mo, it's you and Jim who are always on Tiger's back. I've been a supporter since that Thanksgiving night. I think I'm he ought to gracefully retire. That is true. Well, hey, listen, you know, you know, well, you know we, you know, we love to put people on. You know, we love to put people on a pedestal. We love to knock them off. And the higher we put them on the pedestal, and certainly Tiger was way up there. You know, we enjoy that big long fall. And then, you know, as human beings, it's Greek tragedy. That's all that it is. We want to, you know, he's uh, don't take this he's the wrong way. He's a, he's a golf god, and we want to put him back on that pedestal. We we just operate that way as human beings. We see tragedy, and if I don't know if he's really redeemed himself that much and i guess maybe to a certain degree when it plays golf but not as a human being and we'll see how it works out that's the way we you are you know what james james say what you want about him i mean when he is playing well the game is better uh and the attendance is better yeah. it's based on I what agree. i told you about what's going on in tampa and the tv numbers are better the pga tour is much better when tiger is in contention and i'm, I'm telling you for all those folks to come out today in tampa well the novelty of him just playing there in the first place is, is big enough. But the fact that he played so well and, and finished uh, so well down at the Honda just a few weeks yeah. ago, it just magnifies all this as he gets ready. And now we're, you know, we're just about a month away from the first of this year's majors, the, the Masters. And, gosh, the TV numbers for that will be incredible, especially if Tiger's in contention there. Well, so, yeah. Did I did we talk on this on this program about the Pennzoil tractor? Yeah, we did. It's, it's going to be, be there. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what time I looked at that tractor. I'm still trying to I think it's a Massey Ferguson. Yeah, they hired Pat to drive it down from Pennsylvania. Uh, from Latrobe. <laughs> yeah. Take that, Clark. Well, four-cylinder <laughs> tractor. Six-cylinder tomorrow morning. Yeah. Um, well, good luck with that. Great. I mean, Hey, Jack, if you're going to be down there, you can go get your picture taken. I think you I will. Sit right on that Pennzoil track. And by the way, if you talk to uh, Tiger, just uh, a bit of advice, if you don't mind, just pass on to him. Yeah. But he's heading for uh, for Bay Hill. Uh, my best advice, don't drive by that dumpster in the parking lot Stop of the Methodist it. Church down oh, near Windermere, you know, where he had sex with that waitress. I mean, Stop just, it. you know, it might bring back some oh, memories. Oh, my God. You know, we want him on his game, right? We want him on his game for Bay Hill. So, oh, my God. So just, you know, just. Why must you do this? Why it's can't really you champion his him overcoming his problems and demons and, and retaining the glory he once had? I don't know if he's overcome his problems and his demons. Apparently, he's playing a little bit better golf, but I don't know whether he's redeemed himself as, a as quote, a human being. You're right. Let's attack he's, him again. He's been a philanderer. There's no question about that. So talk to his ex-wife. Oh, my God. All right. Listen. Jeez. Oh. Now I'm even getting uncomfortable. What's the matter? I mean, this is the this is the. I mean, I'm not. What? What? Because he's had a good round of golf, or we said, oh, we want to pat him on the back and say, you know, I, I don't know what I don't care about golf that much, and I don't care about Tiger Woods, but it just seems to me that you know, if he has a good round of golf, he wins the tournament. Good for him. But you know, I care more about the character of a person than whether he's playing a good round of golf. Right, but it is also true that if you put Tiger Woods in the Bay Hill field, that means more people are buying tickets, That's true. more people are buying concessions, 
and that means more money is going to Arnie's Army Foundation. That's so, good. Okay. Well, well that's a good point. Yeah, there a, you go, That's Pat. a great Look, way to spin it. we turned it right around. I, I love yeah, that. That's a, that I, that's a beautiful way to spin it. No oh, question about it. What a relief. Yeah. <laughs> we were on the I'm, edge there for just, a minute. I was like, holy cow. Hey, did you guys see how the Magic lost last night? Oh, heartbreaker. Huh? It was a rip, right? Oh, my goodness. I Look, I've been covering the Magic since day one, and I've never seen a, a, a game end with a jump ball. It was just, look, it's not like the Magic were going to win anyway, but just to, just to synopsize how the end went, they were down by a point with six-tenths of a second left in the game. They call a timeout, which means they get the ball just past midcourt. So obviously you have to drop a play where the guy who's inbounding the ball throws a lob somewhere close to the bucket so that an Aaron Gordon type can catch it and tip it in and the Magic win. Mario Hazonia is the inbounds guy. He throws the ball, and before it touches one person, it's a lob pass, before yeah. it touches anyone, the clock starts, the game ends, the horn blows. No one has even touched the ball. Clock isn't supposed to start until someone does touch the ball. Ooh. So the referees go, they, they they look at the monitor, they're talking to New Jersey and all the folks up there, and finally they determine that because of what happened, there's an obscure rule that says if the horn sounds while the ball is in the air without possession, that means you have to have a jump ball. Okay. Uh-huh. The magic, of course, contend, and it seems obvious that this should be the case, that they would get another chance. It wasn't their fault that the clock started. So give them the ball back and give them another chance. Put six tenths of a second back on the on the clock and give the magic a chance. That's not what happened. Uh-uh. So so by having a jump ball at midcourt with six tenths of a second to go, that virtually seals the defeat. Yeah. It's just further proof of just how snake bitten this team is this year. Again, there's probably no chance that they would have won the game, but at least they should have had that chance. Okay. And they didn't get it. Yeah. Fair enough. There you go. Tell you, there's there something you else go. I was going to mention to you. And it wasn't about Tiger. Soccer? No, it wasn't. Uh, no, believe. I was going to talk about UCF. Oh, oh right. Because uh, the University of Central Florida defeated the uh, the best uh, collegiate baseball team out there, the oh. Gators, my alma twice. mater. And, uh, well, yeah, good twice. for them. I said, you know, good for them. Twice uh, they beat yeah. them. Yeah. yeah, they came here on, uh, I guess it was Tuesday night, and then UCF had to go up to Gainesville last night, and I only think the Gators have lost three games all year. Mm-hmm. Two of them have come against UCF. Look, it's a long, long, long college baseball season. I mean, the teams that make the World Series are playing into June, but for UCF to have back-to-back wins like that uh, against the number one-ranked team in the country, Greg Lovelady is doing a great job out there in East Orlando. I mean, it's been a while since they've been – uh, exceptional at this, and so good dating back to the old Jay Bergman days at UCF. So this is really, really cool to see. And the UCF basketball team, by the way, is playing tonight, James, at the Amway Center. The American Athletic Conference postseason tournament is underway, and UCF plays probably about 9.30 tonight against East Carolina, needing to win four games in four days in order to get an automatic uh, bid into the NCAA's next week. I know you're uh, you're a, a gigantic soccer fan after pl- after playing uh, midfielder for the Colfax Iowa uh-huh. uh, Corn the Dogs. Tigers. Yeah, the mighty Corn Dogs or whatever they were. And so, what'd you think <laughs> of the? What you? Th- uh, what is it with you today? What happened? I don't know. I just, I'm just He's in, in a, a sour mood, mood or something. A, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, there's things going on beyond my control, but uh, I'll let you know Monday. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> What did you think of the home opener? I, now, a lot of people said, well, you know, the first half. To, I watched it on TV. I think their playmaking is hands above what it was last season. 
I just because they're not they're not playing to Kaká and they're not playing to Laren. Uh and uh I agree. I, I I just they'll make the playoffs. There's no there's, uh, I have no Oh con- man, I, no, no have, you say that. Oh, I, have no, I have no concern about that at all. I can I can I you know, I I watch enough soccer and uh I think I make a fair observation and I think uh they're they're certainly their playmaking is certainly better than it's, it's been previously. There's no question about that. Right. And and the way that match ended reminded me of the way the very first MLS uh, match that Orlando ever played ended. Do you remember that in the Citrus Bowl? Yeah, yeah. that was they a had play. To score a late goal and uh, a push seemed like seemed like victory for them. I right. remember talking to Adrian Heath after that after that game, and he was giddy. He treated it like a victory, and this one was was somewhat like that. And by the way, Adrian is bringing his Minnesota team into town, and they're playing this weekend here in Orlando. Right. So uh, Adrian gets to go into the stadium that he expected to be coaching in. And he will be coaching it, just not for Orlando. Yeah, he's going to get a gigantic round of applause. I don't think there's any question about that. He didn't get to ever see it, right? He never saw it in action. He's never seen it in action. Never been in there, no. Mm -mm. Well, he was there, I think, for the combine or whatever you call it. He was down there. Right. Never been in there for a match. Right. Anyway, all right, Patrick. He's easy to love that guy because he always wore his heart on his sleeve. Oh, yeah. Will we be talking to you next uh, Friday? uh, Thursday, excuse me. uh, What's going on because of the uh, Bay Hill tournament and all that stuff? No, as around. it stands now, I expect to be oh. talking to you. Okay. I'll give you a, a leaderboard update from Bay Hill. Woo-hoo! Okay. Oh, boy. All right, Patrick, have a wonderful weekend. Always fun talking to you. You know that. You do the same. All Thanks, right, James. Pat Clark handles sports over Channel 2, WESH Channel 2 in Orlando. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Spring forward this weekend, or in case you've never heard that phrase before. No, wait, stop, stop. What's the problem? Liner police, that was an improper setup. Was it that bad? Nobody has not heard that phrase before. So what now? Tell people to fix their clocks and shut up. Okay. Hack. Turn your clocks ahead one hour.